0: Super Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. And here's your hosts, Paulie G., Ryan MS., Peter Hanscom, and Andrew muldock Molinaroli.
1: Yes, it is the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. I am Paulie G., back with you for another week, a big week, one we always look forward to on the Rugby League calendar. And that's when we get to do um, our origin teams or who we believe um, the selectors will pick. Hopefully we'll help you out a little bit Supercoach-wise a week early as well. Um, Ryan MS with us as always. How are you, Ryan? Good, mate. How are you? Good, good. Uh, can't complain, can't complain. Looking forward to tonight's show. Uh, Peter Henscombe, how are you?
2: Yeah, very good, thanks.
1: Paul? You'd, be, you'd be pretty uh, happy after last Thursday, mate. I w- wanted to ask you, uh, have you changed your tune on, on Golden Point?
2: No. Oh, it's still I still don't like it for normal games, I really don't.
1: So you had no euphoria, no enjoyment
2: when you were there? I I enjoyed obviously getting you know, getting the win, but I, I still don't like a normal game
1: so, so you'd take it away from future uh, fans when their team has a win like that, you'd rather take that away from them. Surely, surely, Ugly. Pete you no. have to you've got no, to say still that still was go, enjoyable. The only
2: time I will go to Golden Point is after extra time in finals and drum oh.
1: oh, Andrew. I can't crack him. That was a super finish.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean <laughs> How you doing guys? Good, yeah. Mate. It was how a mean? good finish, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. he's pretty hard to please when his side wins golden <laughs> point and he still wants it gone.
1: How are you going, Andrew?
3: Good mate. Licking our merely licking our wounds after Tough two weeks. <laughs> Tough two weeks could get tougher. We'll talk about that yeah, later
1: yeah. later on the show. I've uh, got Pat Lyons from Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care with us as well. How are you today, mate? Good, mate. How are you
0: going?
1: Good, good. Uh, except for the <laughs> another game and another big loss for the, for the Tigers. But, uh, you know, I'm getting used to it.
0: <laughs> You've just got to roll the punches now.
1: Yeah, exactly. And um, a couple of injuries this Week we've got one in that game we'll go to in a moment, but probably not the worst round as we've had this this uh, year. That's for sure. Sean Fensom um, injuring his shoulder last Thursday night in that game in the dark at Cogra. Um, we're reading he's been. Uh, no, the scan results have cleared any serious injury although he hasn't been named this week I mean, it, it's hard to sort of gauge because we haven't got any more information than that but potentially it was just a, a stinger, you know, it was a, show, uh, a sort of charge down, gone wrong I believe
0: Yeah, so you know, without really knowing the the results of the scans, hard to judge but at least they've ruled out I anything mean, really terrible, so um, it could just be almost as simple as a bruise, you know, he might miss a week and, and be okay next week, but Pretty hard to judge without having much more information.
1: Luke Bateman's been coming on for him late in games and he's been pretty impressive, so maybe Coach Ricky Stewart suggests, you know, this is not the time to uh, to sort of risk coming back slightly too early, take the week off and um, and we'll see you in the following week. But we'll follow it up next week if he's not named again. Um, David Mead, look, he went in he went down scoring a try. He, uh, we're hearing a posterior cruciate ligament injury so I guess that could be around the, the two month
0: period I believe, six to eight weeks it can be and there's another one, you know, we've, I think we talked about it with gallon. They yep. can be, they can be quicker um, if it's uh, I don't think they're talking about surgery I haven't heard yet but um, if it's uh, managed conservatively and it responds pretty well to treatment it could be less than that
1: what's the difference, I mean mead is a noted speedster you know, you got, we talked about Gallon, and we know Gallon comes back early anyway, but is there sort of an extra couple of weeks when you're looking at that uh, slighter frame that really relies on that leg speed as part of
0: his game? Um, I think it makes a, a bit of a difference. He, cause he'll. I mean, you need the cruciate for your... Um, not so much the posterior, but the anterior for your sidestepping and rotation. Right. Um, when the posterior cruci- cruciate's gone, then you tend to feel like you need to bend backwards and hyper really easily, so they feel quite unstable um, pushing the knee to the limit. So it might, you know, because of the position, it could be that they need to take a bit more time with it. But, um, you know, even you know, even some wingers have come back, full-backs have come back relatively quick from that injury. It's so far- those bad as an ACL.
1: Right. It's probably not a lot of owners out there with David Mead, but there would be quite a few with the cheapy Nathan Davis who now of course, has more opportunity to get a role in that stay in line-up with meat out for a while. So maybe some people are thinking, yeah, take your time, David. Don't rush don't rush back <laughs> see how that pans out. But certainly Davis, if you held on to him earlier in the year, waiting for him to get back in the side, you, you may as well keep him now. Gold Coast looking pretty good last night as well. And finally, uh, that game we talked about at the start, Robbie Farrar. Um, obviously, it looked pretty bad um, when it all went wrong, we're trying to charge down again, an attempted charge down this time at George, Josh Reynolds. But cleared from head and neck scans, um, you know, as far as any fractures are concerned um, now, just through the concussion protocol So I guess good news there, Pat, although it remains to be seen. Um, you know, obviously he's missing this week, and I guess Origin is the next one if he's named, and if so, how he's got to go through those uh, concussion protocols.
0: Yeah, I think it would be more about meeting whatever standards they've set um, to make sure he's safe to play. And they're pretty conservative these days. So you know, he, I suspect him is one week, but I don't, really, I don't know the rules too well to, to make a lack accurate judgment. But Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so That probably bend him a bit to get him in the origin team.
1: <laughs> yeah, and now the pressure's on whether it's him or Michael Ennis or will this player part. It's going to be part of the intrigue <laughs> looking forward. Pat, uh, thanks so much uh, this week. Good insight as always. That's a pleasure. And, of course, you can go to Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care. If you go to our website, www.supercoachpros.com and click on the link, you can get a 20% off your first visit. Certainly uh, worth looking, and it's not just with uh, your sporting injuries. It can be head and neck injuries as well. Um, Go in and and visit Pat today. He's in Sydney, and uh, well worth the visit, Pat. We'll talk to you uh, next week.
0: Sure, we'll look forward to it. See you, mate. Bye.
1: Yeah, and, and I guess, Ryan, Robbie Farad, the fact that everything's going to be okay, that's the big thing, I guess, to take away from the injuries this week. Yeah, 100%. And it's
4: good that he's okay. He's probably going to miss a week anyway. Um, yeah, it didn't look great. But, um, yeah, it turned out okay. Yeah,
1: and let's go straight into our round 10 wrap looking at some of those uh, high-flying uh, performances, none better than Anthony Milford. And uh, what can you say about him? I mean, Andrew, i know, you, th- you know, against your your team, but 148 points, massive effort. He's just impossible to stop at the moment.
3: Yeah, mate. I know I, I banished him a couple of weeks ago when he only scored be 40 points as captain, but, I mean... He he was just unstoppable, and yeah, great great pick for a captain. And 148 points—he he, seems to be doing it fairly regular nowadays. So he's um he's pretty special to watch.
1: Certainly, when you got those good matchups in general, and um you know man, uh, manly, unfortunately, especially against the half halves that play on the left side, giving up big points. Valentine Holmes, 131. He went large. The Knights at the moment, you know, it's sort of take take your pick uh, when you play against them. Sam Parrott, 123, and you know, another team, the Tigers, that are, are prone to give up lots of supercoach points. Um, we we'll talk about the fact those two bad teams play each other this week. You know, there's question marks there, but uh, we'll go through that later. Sia Fecky, 117, another Sharks player, of course. Josh Reynolds, 112, another Canterbury playing as we go back to the Sharks with Luke Lewis also one twelve. Finally, uh, Simi Rajaraja one hundred and eleven, and Pete. I thought against Souths, this was a very impressive effort.
2: Yeah, it sure was. Um, yeah, he scored though. He had a bit of a difficult start. He was caught out of position for the bunnies' uh, first try down his wing, but but after that he was outstanding as well, scoring three tries. He, you know, he. He's just his uh, later positional play and yeah, just strong running. He was he was right on. He's, he's the form winger in the competition at the moment, without a doubt.
1: Yeah, uh, it's definitely a good time to bring him in with Origin around the corner. Parramatta got that goodbye draw. Jordan Rapana 111 points as well for the Raiders, continuing to get it done. Uh, he's now the... Best uh, predicted player for the Origin period going that well. Jared Croker, another good Origin, bring in at 108. James Maloney, 104 there for the Sharks. Another one there, just in time for potentially him getting picked for Origin. And Andrew, you said when we did our fan sports, uh, you know, um, in last week our big fan sports uh, private competition there for Super Saturday, and we previewed that and talked about Tyrone Peach, and sure enough, a big 99. He came through in a big way.
3: Yeah, like I said before, if he gets minutes, he's going to score lots of points. So I I just, I I like seeing him play and I like seeing him, um, yeah, on the field as much as possible because, like I said, he he scores whenever he's playing. Yeah, I I agree. And Ryan, I mean,
1: the um, fan sports, a big, you know, a good a good success, a good start, but also the the Monday game getting involved there, and that's something that you can uh, all of anyone, any of our listeners can can join there. Um, go via our website, click on the link to join and uh, play against all of us. We were heavily involved on Saturday in the private comp, and of course Monday's game too. A lot of fun.
4: Yeah, that's right. Um, it's always it's always
1: a good way to finish off. Well, I guess finish off the week or start the working week, however you want to uh, view it. Yeah, I think that could be something we'll be uh, looking at again this Monday night. Eel Storm, though, a bit tougher. That's two pretty tough games, but we'll talk about that later on the show right now, guys. We've got to talk Origin, and um, we love this time of year where we get to do our our teams, you know, looking ahead, trying to predict if they are going to be any boulders, anything like that, trying to manufacture, you know, maybe at the moment you're looking ahead going, I need to find... You know, five or six players for round 12. I've still left myself a bit short. Injuries haven't helped me. Um, these two trades that you're going to use this week uh, might be might be very critical. You might be able to hold off one more week, but um, you know we can help try to solve it for you. Um, I guess I'll start with you, Ryan, um, and and New South Wales. Um, you know, what, what 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 do you think their makeup's going to be? That's the most sort of up in the air one, I guess.
4: Yeah, well, look,
1: I obviously I've got Dugan uh, at the, as fullback,
4: um, Roberts and Ferguson on the wing, Jennings and um, Jay Morris in the centres. Um, for the halves, uh, Reynolds will be the 5'8", and I think they'll um, slot Maloney in at the 7, um, just due to, well, basically form and um, lack of other options. Um, I think Woods, Farrah, and possibly for feeder, as the, uh, you know, 8, 9 and 10, with uh, Scott, Bird and Gallon as the back three. Um, On the bench, um, Jack Bird, Clemmer, Cartwright and um, Ryan James.
1: So you've gone with James there. What what is your three quarters again, sorry? Uh, Jennings and Jay Morris. And um, the wingers? Wingers are Roberts and Ferguson. Roberts, wow. Interesting there few interesting ones indeed um, I guess you know Ryan James getting the start uh, getting the opportunity off the bench and a couple of the old heads missing like Luke Lewis um, what about the Queensland team
4: um, yeah well that was a little bit easier um, obviously uh, Boyd at the back um, Oats and um, Gagai on the wings um, O'Neill and Inglis in the centres uh, JT6, Cronk7, um, Scott, Smith and Miles is 8, 9, 10. Um, Papali, Tide and Parker is 11, 12 and 13. Um, on the bench, I have Morgan, Guerra, Gillette and Lilliman.
1: Interesting because um, I, I just wonder, Tide's been coming off the bench for Brisbane. So you think he will start or do you think maybe Guerra or Gillette get the spot ahead of him when it comes down to it or do you think they want... Oh, the I unscurs? think he'll
4: start due to his... um. Experience, and he'll just um, take a bit of the sting out of it. Um, you may get a short first first stint, and then have someone like Lillyman who can play
1: some play some minutes come in in that position. And as we're hearing, you haven't gone any of those guys that weren't now, nah, even though they're playing well at moment, Milford Homes. Napa, but we are hearing no, they're not going to get selected.
4: Honestly, if they do get selected, then I think the whole Queensland <laughs>
1: thing falls apart. Uh, Pete, <laughs> what, what do you think about uh, those or, or what have you got? And we'll look at the differences.
2: Okay. Well, I've gone for Dugan at fullback. Um, beside Ryan, I think it's, it's an obvious one, particularly with the, with the injury to the Tigers custodian. So then I've got uh, Tom Trebojevic, Michael Jennings, and Josh Morrison, centers, the other wing of Blake Ferguson. The halves, I picked James Maloney and Adam Reynolds. Front row, James Tarmu, Robbie Farron, Aaron Woods. Uh, back row, both Scott, Trent Merrin and Paul Gallen. Uh, my reserves, I've got Luke Lewis, Bryce Cart- Cartwright, Andrew Fafeterham. Someone, uh, some might say he's uh, a bolter, but I think he's well over Dewey Aiden Tolman. And I've got uh, Lachlan Coot as my 18th man.
1: Yeah, right. Interesting, you've got Merrin... In the second row, so you didn't have your man on an edge ahead of Lewis off, off the bench. I'm just wondering if it's better to have Lewis starting.
2: Yeah, you you might be right. It's, um, it is um it is an interesting one. Like Merrin has, has probably started more origin games on the bench than he has um, uh, starting. But, uh, yeah, it's an interesting one. Yeah, you might be right. Maybe need a little bit more, um, when I say we, New South Wales needs a little bit more, maybe a little bit more speed and... Uh, agility out wide. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's a reasonable And Truborovic,
1: just a big roughy there. What about your Queensland team? Um, no, as they say,
2: the Queensland team picks itself. Um, Boyd has got the, the full-back spot over Inglis. Uh, Corey Oates on one wing. Um, I put Winnerstein on the other one. So I looked at the Queensland team from last year and uh, Will Chambers and Justin Hodges were the centres. Um, yeah, that's right. And so they've obviously... Um, Big changes there. Chambers injured and Hodges retired. Um, So I've put uh, Dane Gagai in the centres with Inglis. He was on the wing last year and did very, very well for Queensland. I know he comes from Newcastle this year and they're not doing so well, but I think that's for the way they'll go. I rate uh, the Cowboys wing Antonio Winterstein. Um, Then we've got uh, Thurston, Cronk, Scott, Smith, Thide, Gillick, Papali, Parker, Reserves, Morgan, Miles. I'll put in uh, Ethan Lowe from the Cowboys as well, and Lilliman, and then um, Aiden Greer as the 18th
1: man. Who is your back row, sorry?
2: My back row is Gillett, Papali, and Parker.
1: So pretty similar there, I guess, to Ryan. I guess you're both saying, you know, there's not a lot of controversy there, although those injuries are, and Hodges' retirement, you know, does
3: offer up some opportunities. Andrew, what about your team's? All right, yeah, so um, my New South Wales, I've got Coot at fullback. I just, the, the way that, that Laurie with is talking, I, I've got yeah. a feeling he's going to pick Coot at fullback yeah. with uh, Morris and Ferguson on the wings, with Jennings and Dugues in the centres. Uh, Malone, Maloney and Pierce in the halves. Now, this is what I think they're going to pick, okay? <laughs> That's not what I want. This is what I think they're going to pick. <laughs> uh, Tarmour, Woods and Farrah in the front row. Uh, Greg Berg, Bo, Bo Scott and Gallant in the back row. And in, on the uh, bench, we've got Clemmer, Marin, Cordner, and Josh Jackson, and Wade Graham as the 18th man. Yep. Uh, Queensland, I think, are pretty much the same as the other other two blokes. So I've got Boyd, Oates, and Gagai on the wings, Inglis and O'Neill, JT and Cronk, uh, Scott, Miles in the front row with Smith, uh, Gillett, Papali, and Parker in the back row. And the uh, the bench will be Morgan, Guerra, Thide and Maguire. Right, Friday and McGuire on
1: the bench. Yeah. Oh, so not a lot of changes then. I guess if you've got Dane I not a lot of them. Not a lot of you would, or Justin O'Neill. There's a bit of disappointment there. Corey Oates would be the big one. A lot of owners hoping maybe he doesn't get picked. I agree with all three of you. I don't see how Corey Oates doesn't get picked in this team. Thanks to those other injuries. Maybe if Will Chambers was still um, fit. Maybe if um, you know Kyle felt had been going a little bit better. Maybe Oates gets passed by, but I think you're already looking at guys like O'Neill and Gagai. I've got them both in my three-quarter line, along with Oates and Inglis with Boyd at fullback, like you guys, Thurston, Cronk, Parker. I went with Gavin Cooper in the second row. I just think the way Inger was talking earlier in the year about you know, maybe he's going to get a spot for Australia, I-, I just wonder if he's going to get the nod, which would mean no Aidan Guerra at all, uh, which would be a bit of a shock. So, you know, but I just wonder about that. Um keeper on, you know, the left edge with Thurston. That's going to be a good combination for Queensland. Matt Gillett on the right. Um, Scott Maguire in the props with Cameron Smith. And I've got Miles and Thiday on, on the bench with Papali and Morgan. New South Wales, it was pretty tough. Um, look, Luke Lewis has been playing well. I, I'd take your point with in regards to guys like Bird and Jackson. Probably... Bird gets this not over Lewis but the, the three quarter line and the fullback. I think the same as Andrew I think the way Daly's been talking is going to go with Coot and I'm not disappointed with that um, which means that either probably Josh Morris moves to the left wing he does play left centre anyway Jennings um in left centre, you could interchange those two. Dugan's better on the right centre, so that suits him. Ferguson on the right wing will be fine. Although I haven't been convinced with his form this year, I don't think he's been at his best, but looked pretty good for Australia there. Maloney and Hodkinson, I just think they're going to go with that tried and true test. Um, what they've what they've done. I don't agree with it necessarily. I do like the idea of Adam Reynolds getting a shot, but I think at this point that Daly's looking in that direction. I'm not sure if Pierce is ready, um, but Pierce could be the other one. But I think Maloney's locked down one one spot anyway. Gallon, Tamal Woods there, the the middle third players. I think ENS is going to get the job ahead of Farris still. um, But I guess, you know, a lot could depend on that injury. Bo Scott in there in the back row with either Lewis or Bird and the other one probably on the bench ahead of Josh Jackson with with Trent Mirror and Andrew Fafita. And I do think Bryce Cartwright has earned a spot um, as that fourth uh, reserve that can play a lot of different positions. Um, So... I guess guys like Cartwright, he's going to be out for round 12 anyway. It's not a big blow if you've, if you've got him. But, uh, Andrew, Oates, I can't get past Oates. You know, that's the one that a lot of people target at the start of the year. I think he can end up not being able to play him in
3: that all-important round 12. Yeah, I, I consider him gone. He's, um, you know, whether you want to hold on to him or not, it's probably, you know, he's, he's a pretty much a bona fide stud now. So, I mean, yeah, I, I consider him gone.
1: All right, well, we'll know it all next week, and we're going to keep chatting about it then too. Let's move on to the uh, price predictors for next round. Um, Jared Croker has got the biggest increase uh, expected with another good round um, predicted for this week. So Sai did very well for the Sharks with a big increase expected, although probably not targeting him. Maybe James Maloney, although um, Origin around the corner, that makes it difficult there too. But these guys are all in that... 40, 45,000 mark. Tyrone Peachy, we've already mentioned him in regards to fan sports. He's definitely going on the upward supercoach wise as well, as is Bryson Goodwin, although we've seen Goodwin go up and down, so that's a bit more risky. Same with Valentine Holmes, although you will get obviously that bump the next two weeks thanks to that massive game last week. And interesting other guys there like Jazz Tavaga. Um, is in there, Jordan Rankin and Newen Aitken, some lesser known names that you may be looking at, and then of course Sam Burgess as well, and um, Vitao tie could be an interesting um, cheaper option there, predicted to go up 26,000, and another one that you could target for round 12, Curtis Rona, due to go up 25,000, as is Brad Takarangi, interestingly enough, uh, named at five eighth again this week. On the downswing, Matthew Wright and uh, Ben Hunt. I think Ben Hunt's the big one there. That's um, probably thrown a spanner in the works if you were targeting him around or have him for round 12 because you might need to get rid of him now. Josh Hodson hasn't worked out for him. He's had some tougher matchups the last few weeks there for the Raiders. Hasn't been getting the points. Aiden Caesar, you know, you could say the same thing in regards to him. Jay Sigiaris is not getting the game time, uh, Ryan. This is an interesting one, but to go down 24,000, he's a, yeah, he's a, he's a, not only is he not owned, but he's a long way from it, isn't he?
4: Yeah, well, that's right, because, well, um, Wallace has taken his spot, basically. Um, he, yeah, like he's not getting the minutes and, um, Wallace will continue like, you know, if the way things are going, because to be perfectly honest, Wallace is doing quite a decent job there. Um, you know, it's, yeah, I, I don't think you can uh, afford to have him anymore and especially coming into this period of the game, where you have all your buyers coming, it's basically where you do a lot of your
1: moving. Jonathan Thurston is another one to go down quite a way. Pete, um, is it time to to get rid of him, or are you just holding him through Origin?
2: Oh, it's a, it's a tough one because you know, like he, he didn't score all that well, you know, against, but it, he was up against the Storm, and we know they're notorious for not giving up too many uh, too many supercage. Another points. tough point
1: round, this round, the Broncos.
2: Yeah, exactly. You know, like he's only got forty three last round, so I don't know. I, I feel like if you if you get rid of him, he's going to come back and bite you. Uh, I I would be so tender, I think I'd, I'd be keeping him.
1: You've got to have your trades up your sleeve, I guess, Andrew. But guys like him, Corey Aates is on this list too, due to lose about 20,000, you know, you're going to miss him for a considerable period. I think Thurston will miss four games because the Cowboys have
3: only one buy over Origin. Yeah, I mean, it depends on how many trades you want. If you want to burn a trade, I mean, he's sitting at 440,000. So, I mean, if you want to, you know, Get rid of him if you don't have Milford in. You need to get Milford into the into the team somehow because you know he's so he's so consistent. Or even someone like a a Johnson who's notorious for going large over the origin period. So I mean, it's definitely not a bad option, especially if you you know looking to build a team towards the end of the uh, making a run towards the end of the uh, the season.
1: Yeah, and that's that's what it comes back to. We've talked about it in the past. If you can sort of make those trades to make some money, even though you're going to bring these guys back in later, it can be worth it. I know that, you know, controversially, the James Tedesco incident from a month or so ago, but it's panned out pretty well. And generally, when guys are that high, um, there's only one way they can go. So, you know, yeah. if you, you've got to be smart, and obviously you keep your... You keep your studs and, and your you keepers, as we say, as much as possible, but certainly it's not a be-all, end-all strategy because if you can see an opportunity for things to go south and you can beat the tide, you get that money, and that money can help you later on. But as Pete and Andrew said, it's all about having enough trades too. So it's a balancing act, and uh, that's why we try to help you through it. And, of course, you can tweet us at SuperCoachPros, ask uh, your questions and also give us a like on Facebook. You can do it that way as well there at Supercoach Pros. And don't forget, you can download this podcast and every other one at the website, www.supercoachpros.com. It's not all we do because there we've got the recaps from last round and the previews, and, of course, you can do the links there for uh, Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care to get the discount there and also any promotions like the one we had last week in regards to fan sports and great opportunity there um, to have some fun. Yeah, play for free and make some cash. So three, three pretty good things to do, Andrew. And I think you ended up doing uh, pretty well getting, getting in there too in that Super Saturday game.
3: Yeah, it was a bit of fun. Um, yeah, get into it, fan sports. It's um, a, a nice free game, and then you know, with the cash that you make, you roll over into the the, the Monday night game that we all had <laughs> to got The turns we all. We all fared pretty well in the, uh, on the Monday night game too. Well, at on your day of
1: Tiger Nomantry did pretty well on that Monday night uh, game yeah. too, regular uh, listener and follower to the show. So we've had a few few guys of, uh, of doing all right, and so hopefully we can contribute in some way to, uh, to benefit you. Here on the show, the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable podcast. Let's go into the previews now for next, uh, or for this round upcoming. The Rabbitohs and the Dragons. Cody Walker's been named on the wing. Bit of a surprise choice there with a host of injuries to South's players. Look, he may end up playing fullback with Alex Johnston on the wing. Maybe even go in the halves with Greg Inglis to the centres. And Bryson Goodwin, of course, can play there. Uh, remains to be seen. Definitely uh, Sam Burgess best here from um, guys like Goodwin and Johnston who have the upside McCrone's in for Benji Marshall. Apparently Benji's, uh, the GPS says he's done too many uh, miles on the on the hammy at the moment. He's got to take a week off. Jack Marchetto comes in for Joel Thompson. Jacob Host onto the bench. Jason Nightingale gets a big upgrade here, as does Gareth Witter. They could be interesting plays. Pete, you guys did it ugly last week, as we suggested you needed to do. Winner's going to make it two in a row. It could be another arm wrestle. May make it tough for Super Coach but.
2: Yeah, I think it's not a good, um, a good game for, for Supercoach really. Um, remember earlier this year, like it was a little bit wet, but the, the game at the SCG ended up, going, um, was it 8-6 or 10-8, something like that. Yeah. With, uh, English going for a meaningless field goal there in the second. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but like Sam Burgess, he's been outstanding. Um, you know, he went big again last week against Parramatta as well. Um, the only other, Player there, I think about maybe is um he's starting to show a bit of form. As good last year is is Mike Cooper, um, scored yeah. in the sixties yeah. uh, last week against uh, against the Raiders, and his his average has been the fifties the last few weeks. So his he's, his last week score is his best score of the season. So he might be um might be on the up. But apart from that, yeah, it's a, it's a tough game for it.
1: Yeah, um, a game that should be awesome to watch, but another tough one potentially super coach wise. Uh, Cowboys and the Broncos. Uh, Granville's been named at number nine, but look, he'd probably start from the bench again. Ethan Lowe and Gavin Cooper are the best for Michael Morgan, but uh, everyone getting a downgrade, especially that man, Jonathan Thurston, who we mentioned before. For the Broncos, they get got back Alex, Glenn, Adam, Blair, and Andrew McCulloch, so big ins for them. Um, Thiday and Wallace go to the bench. There's no uh, Waddell, Assessi, or Arrow. Parker's the best here, um, but Anthony Milford, that big downgrade. Andrew, we saw... I guess uh, he went so high against Manly, but it'll be much tougher against the Cowboys. You know, the Storm Cowboys game was very tough last Saturday.
3: Yeah, mate. But both these teams don't give too much away. Super coach wise, they're going to be tough. Um, uh, apart from someone's individual brill- brilliance like a like a MILF. I mean, yeah. it's not guaranteed this this week. And you know, if and if someone like a McCulloch is is named and is playing his name, but if he's playing, if he passes a fitness test. Um, you know you're going to you know what you're going to get he's going to you know score make 40 tackles and 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 have some points that way but yeah like i said a bit of individual brilliance might just you just can't predict it someone like a morgan will will do something or like i said a MILF. so it's it's really hard to pick this game
1: Tigers and the Knights are uh, also hard to pick for very different reasons. Dean Hallitown named at hooker for the injured Robbie Farrow. Matt Bellin's come onto the bench. John Alloway's been named in the second row. No, Curtis Sirenan. Um, Aaron Woods back at prop. Tim Grant back to the bench. JJ Felici gets an opportunity again on the bench. Um, Kevin Naguama and David Nofaluma are probably the ones there. Uh, to eye off as high upside options. Trent Hodkinson returns for the night. So does Sam Matiora. Um, Jack Stockwell goes back to the bench with Cogger and David Barnum missing out. Look, there is some upside here against the Tigers, of course, but finding it is going to be more difficult. Maybe Sam Matiora is a fan sports player. The Sims brothers, Ryan, hard to pick in all, all aspects. Maybe those Tigers back. Someone's going to go large.
4: Yeah, look, you'd think so, given the current um, state of Newcastle um, could after they've come off the back of a
1: um, hiding could be the same again or it could be like we saw the last time these two met. Two well, that's games. yeah, that's you took the words right out of mouth. It was <laughs> I, I think um,
4: you know, some like a Noflumer or a Simona um, up against a less experienced um, player um, might go all right. It, a lot of it depends on the forwards. And last time Newcastle forwards it's really just. Um, basically drag the Tigers um, down into a grind. And guys like Tarek Sims, Jeremy Smith, um, love that kind of stuff. Um, And, yeah, so it's just going to be difficult to know how that game's going to go. I'm not prepared to say anything, (laughs) really, um, (laughs) anyone who's going to go large. But I do think that a guy who will probably earn you consistent points, but you're probably not going to have him in your team because he's probably still too expensive for what he offers, is Elijah Taylor.
1: Yeah, well, the tackles alone—he's certainly adding a bit of starch in the middle. Which, what the yeah, Tigers well, desperately need. He, he has to,
4: uh, you know, make up for most of the rest of the team. So, yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Warriors, the Raiders. Uh, Solomon Carter is suspended. Matt Orwood would come in in left centre. Simon Mannering's back at lock, and we also see Ben Madalino and Isaac Luke going to the starting lineup with Just Tavaga and uh, John Palavi going back to the bench. There's no Charlie Gubb as Sam Lassoni and James Gavet, Gavet have been named in there on a five-man bench with uh, Topioga. Sipley, the old guard, Madalino Thompson, Mannering in the best there. And for the Raiders, Luke Bateman's in for the injured fence and Jeff Lima back on the bench. Another three-figure prediction for Jordan Rapana, but it's not just him. Croker, Lalia, White, Hep, all could all do well. Um, Pete, you know, you watched the Raiders up, up close, albeit in the dark last week, but this could be one where they fire back.
2: Absolutely, um, the Raiders outside backs were very, very good, um, after the last, seconds, but, uh, no, Gareth, <laughs> Gareth and, um, Joseph Lalia were in really, really good form. Um Lalia was, I thought, the best back on the field last week, in quite honest. Um, Rapana is an excellent winger, um, also extreme, extremely powerful, great finisher. Blake Austin and Caesar are a big Quieter, I've been a bit, uh, well, you know, I've had a few injuries this year, so I probably wouldn't expect anything big from him yet. Uh, give him another couple of weeks, I think. And as you mentioned, Hodgson was a little bit quiet last week, but uh, maybe he'll, he'll be able to do a little bit more against the Warriors. Uh, yeah, so there's some, there's a few Canberra players in there to, to certainly keep an eye on, that's for sure.
1: Sharks and the Seagulls, um, Jason Bukuya back, no Matt Pryor. It's a massive upgrade for James Maloney. We saw Milford, what he could do in the same role last week. I know Maloney doesn't have the diamondism or um, dynamicism. Is that the right word? <laughs> Milford, but uh, I think you know what I mean. He's still pretty good and obviously playing for an origin spot. I think he could have a three-figure day. Ben Barber will be right up there. Valentine Holmes has you know, the high ceiling but still the low floor whereas Paul Gallen should be pretty solid for the manly. Martin Tapao suspended. Jamie Brewer back, however. So is Steve Maddai. So Lewis Brown goes into the forwards. No for Fenua Blake. No Tom Simons. Darcy Lussick named as the starter over CSI Varve, although could go either way. The Dubrovic brothers' best. Andrew, this is three weeks in a row. You, you guys are going against the competition heavyweights, and I, I guess it's the Maloney Fan Sports um, special this week.
3: Yeah, I mean... I don't know where to start. I mean, we're not. I Mowley's mean, not quite at the uh, at the Newcastle stations yet, as, far, as far as uh points against in the uh, SuperCoach, but <laughs> our backs our backs are very close. I mean, the the thing with with Maloney, he's gonna he's gonna convert a lot of the tries that the Sharks are gonna score. So, I mean, Valentine Holmes isn't gonna score four tries again this week, but I mean, he's 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 such a good player. I wouldn't put it past him to score a couple. He's he's probably one of the guys you've got to keep an eye out for. Uh, for Manly, I mean, Lewis Brown, he's starting this week and he's pretty cheap. He, he used to be one of those guys he could rely upon every week, but now he's in the starting lineup and he's he's pretty cheap at the moment. So if you want a short-term maybe just stock up for something to say you can afford someone a bit more expensive, yeah, Lewis Brown might be someone who you could look at. It's going to be tough
1: with both these teams not playing the very next round, of course, to, to bring them in at least until round 13. But definitely in fan sports, it could be an interesting play there. Let's uh, look at the uh, next game up, Penrith v. the Titans. James Seguero has been named at hooker again. Probably Peter Wallace will start there with um, Cartwright moving into the halves. Tyron Peachy this week has been named in the centres with no Waka Blake. Trent Merrin most likely to do best, but guys like Cartwright, Hicku, Peachy, Moylan could all do very well. David Mead's an in interest injured, as we mentioned earlier in the show. Nina McDonald returning there. Nathan Peets has been named on a six-man bench. Interesting to see what happens there. Ryan James, again, the best. Um, Ryan MS's choice for a bench spot for New South Wales there. Greg Bird, Ignatius Parsi and Zeb Taylor should all be considered. And Ash Taylor should do well as well. Ryan, um, there's some interesting upside choices here. Are you taking a pun on anyone in particular?
4: Yeah, look, the guy who I think um, is an option, and he's kind of a uh, you know, he's an all or nothing kind of guy at the moment is James Fisher Harris. Is in some yeah. yeah, scintillating form, yeah. Um, and yeah, he can basically do anything. I mean, did anyone see that pass he threw one handed the other week? That was <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, he was very good. Uh, um, the other, the other, um, well, on the Titans side, I think well, there's a guy from Parramatta who ended up, um, who's going to end up playing, you know, majority of minutes, and he's going to be as consistent, in the very least, with the defence. Um, I quite, I quite like the um, the Titans uh, back three as well, Tia McQueen and Bird. Mm. Um, so any of those guys, I, I think will go well, and I do think that this game is probably going to have a fair few points in it if um, the Titans can keep up um, their their momentum from um, Monday night's game.
1: I know McQueen, you know, isn't you know that the, the same value perhaps as some of these other you know imports or buys this year for certain clubs, but geez, he's close to buy the year for mine. He's been so good for Gold Coast that he's really added a, a starch to them that they haven't had you know, in recent years and, uh, you yeah, know, very underrated, very underrated. Um, yeah. And we've got to send out a Civic Coach Pro special shout-out to Coach uh, Neil Henry. This is going to be the first time this year that a team, or in two years, the team that played Monday night have uh, named a different 7E. <laughs> <laughs> <That's also laughs> They've actually named, you know... Name replacements, so don't th- Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Not so for the next game. The Roosters and the Bulldogs, uh, we'll find in a moment. We'll start with the Bulldogs. Well, they are the same 17 as well, so that means no Tony Williams. James Graham is the best uh, there. Sam Barrett and Moses Embi also flashing out as some upside choices. in those Roosters, yes, Trent Robinson has named the same 17 after playing on Monday, but don't expect it to be the case. I would assume Jared Warria Hargraves will start. He was very good, one of their best last uh, or last night. Um, but you have to follow us on Twitter at SuperCoachPros and to get those last uh, minute changes when we tweet them out to know for sure. Jake Friend and Boyd Cordner are the best here. I expect potentially big games from Dylan Napa and Aiden Guerra as well. Pete, surely the Roosters have to hit back this week. That was terrible last night um or do we just see it again are we just overvaluing where they're at and do the dogs put up some big points and and make hay super coach wise too
2: it's a it's an interesting one isn't it like the roosters have got a tremendous record against canterbury last few years they've beaten them quite well they knocked them out of the finals last year and and beat them during the regular season as well in the year before so you know if history is any guide the roosters should be Bit more confident, but I like everyone else in the rugby league world. I expected them to win last night, um, and I was amazed that they didn't. Um, full credit to the Gold Coast for that. The Bulldogs, oh gee, they're up and down. You'd have to, um, in terms of Super Coach wise. So, um, like Michael Leesha is is back and and starting to you know get some more game time, but they do have uh, Garvey in the seventeen, so that's a a bit of a could be a bit of a problem there. The young winger uh, that's come in place of so William Papawadi, like you know, how many other clubs could lose their top fullback like Papawadi and then just bring in someone like this, this <laughs> Tyrone Phillips?
1: Yeah, um, he's big and, and fast, isn't he?
2: Yeah, and you know, he'd be a great buy, a uh, great thing for Supercoach, I think. Um, how the Roosters are in confidence, I, I don't think they'd be real good at the moment um, after last night, and so I would expect Canterbury to win it. Um, uh, on the on the Roosters side of things, though, like Latrell Mitchell, I think is still is still good. Like he's he's a little bit up and down. He's a young guy, but I think you stick with him, you'll, you'll get you some value as well. So um, I like Jake Friend, something like that. Like he's obviously just goes crazy big points every week as well. And of course yeah. the players you mentioned, like uh, like Dylan are also high
1: floor high floor for Jake Friend with all those tackles, and is making a ton of tackles too because he's playing big yeah. minutes. Uh, the Eels and the Storm, the Monday night game this round. Keep an eye on the fan sports game that will be out there. We'll be tweeting about it, that's for sure. Um, Danny Wicks starting over Penny Terrapo. Junior Paulo Best from Manu Mao. Look, there's big downgrades. This is a tough Storm outfit, as we saw from the Cowboys. Lower um, scores, Supercoach-wise, last round for the Storm. Unfortunately, we have got to report Tohu Harris back into the centres because Ben Hampton's out, so Kenny Bromwich takes his spot in the second row, Christian Welsh back on the bench. Jesse Bromwich and Cameron Smith uh, should do best, but Harris gets a bit of a, uh, he, he, well, stays steady um, playing out at left centre because he comes up comes up against Vita to tie. Andrew, I wonder if the Storm put one on here. I'm just wondering, at some point the Eels have to sort of let it all drop. They did in the last 10 minutes against Souths, but maybe there's going to be a game where for, for the entire 80, they get get done. So maybe Cameron Munster, you know, Corra Beattie, Lassie you know, there's some options here that could go well.
3: Yeah, I like the look of Vunovaro. He's still reasonably cheap and, you know, he looks the good super coach-wise. I think um, he'll be he'll be keen to get out there and, and, and play well. Yeah, I think any of the outside backs in this one, uh, just for the fact that, uh, you know, uh, I just don't think that... Uh, the Eels are going to be there. I, I honestly don't think their their uh, headspace is going to be right. I mean, they 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 want they needed to win last week. They couldn't, and, and I just I think that they're going to drop their lollies yeah. in in yeah. anytime soon. And and yeah, I think we might be able to you know load up against them soon. Yeah, it could be the week to do it. And speaking of such things
1: with that, daily leagues and fan sports, Ryan, uh, you got a a top pick for you know one game you're targeting or you know, a couple of players maybe for the all-around or Super Saturday or that Monday night game. What, what's your take on, on on fan sports for this week?
4: Yeah, look, the game I'm targeting will be the Panthers and the Titans. Um, a, because I think there's going to be a lot of points and B, because there's a lot of guys mm. that have the potential yeah. to really go to go large. Um, you know, when you have guys like um, Zeb Tower... And Bryce Cartwright yeah. opposing each other. They're both creative, and yeah. um, yeah. both ball play. Then you've got Merrin versus Bird, yeah. both ball play, uh, both, both can and Fisher Harris off the bench. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. So there's the huge potential in yeah. that game, and so I think that's going to be the one where you can have a number of combinations yeah. um, from either side, and one of those ones where you know you have four from one side, four five from the other,
1: and put in you know put in a couple of teams, you know yeah, exactly, and, right. and, and mix it up a little bit on each of your teams yep. and see if you can right. crack a winner because if you get those guys with the upside that's where you're really looking at a top 5 finish. Yeah, 100%. You, know? you just got to get that that one
4: little uh, point of difference and and you're pretty much um, going to be in that going to be in that top top level.
1: And we're working on loads of promotions. Of course we had the Super Saturday private league just last week. We're going to be doing plenty more. There. so go to our website www.supercoachpros.com and follow the links to join fansports it's fun it's free and it's just it's, it's just enjoying the the wider you know fantasy community that's that's growing every week uh, every day essentially in australia you know catching up with the other parts of the world that this is already you know a common thing and Look, I'm sure the guys, you know, our Twitter followers, our listeners that already play it would would agree with us. It's a load of fun, and um, you know, everything else is just the, the the icing on the cake, really. When you can do well, especially on these free free games, and um, you know, enjoy the the rewards. Let's have a look at the tweets for this week. Drew Johnson asks Is at Super Cage Pros, I have no dual position help, but. To RF and want to trade CP13 out. Who's the best straight swap? Elliot Whitehead, Tyson Frizzell, or maybe Simon Mannering, or are there others? Andrew, I'll start with you. Uh, I do think it's time to, to, to move Parker on if you haven't already. I think I moved him on a couple of weeks ago, um, just purely preparing for Origin. And there's some, some of those names aren't, aren't too bad, especially for round 12.
3: No, they're all good. I like I like Frizell. I think he's really um, he's I don't think he's going to play Origin, and I think you know he, he's pretty consistent. But um, I mean, an option is Sam Burgess. He's, he's you know he's two thousand dollars cheaper, and you know it's Sam Burgess. You know, he's if you don't already have him, that's a pretty pretty handy straight swap. You know, and Burgess to me it seems like he's getting a bit more consistency now back in his game. Um, but yeah, I think those, those two options for me, are, it's either. Burgess or Frizzell. Or, uh, Whitehead, you know, it doesn't look bad for him. He's got some good
1: matchups coming up. I mean, he won't play round 15, but other than that, he plays all the buys. Oh, I don't... I actually like Whitehead myself. Um, Pete, you know, Corey Parker, time to go. Who do you bring in? I like Whitehead
2: too. I was really impressed with his game last week. Like, I hadn't really heard of this guy, I must admit, before he came down from an English competition. And he's he's been playing... Um, basically every minute this year um, not just last week but pretty much every week and uh, I think it's starting to show like he got um, you know 81 points last week and his average for the last three is 82.3 so he can't get much better than that and he's British so he's not going to get selected for origin either <laughs> um, so now no, I really like Whitehead he's he's going he's to um, be responsible for a few tries for the Raiders he, he helped uh, Rapana into the corner last week with a great pass and now i a uh, 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 whitehead would be the one I'd be going to.
1: He's got a bit of sneaky ball skills to me. He, yeah. he does the hard work, but he does have that, that ball play in him too. British,
2: British forward like that. Yeah.
1: And uh, on similar lines, uh, at Josh underscore H underscore double A3 asks, is that Supercoach Pros thought on trading? Thoughts on trading Corey Parker for Semi Rajra. Ryan, uh, you know, firstly, do you agree with, with Corey Parker going? And uh, secondly, is Red Rajra a type of guy you'd want to bring in? Well, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, look, you probably
4: have to get rid of Coy Parker for the meantime because he's not really going to be any value for you.
3: Um, he may play less origin minutes.
1: Free. That's the danger. Like, you look at his look at his predictors, they're all in the, around the 70 mark coming up when the games he'll play. But what if Bennett says, oh, you know what, he'll be tired after origin. I'm only going to play him half a game this week. Yeah, that's exactly right.
4: And that's, that's the real worry when you 've got those kind of players, you know they're going to miss the origin game, um but you know you're also worried about the minutes they're going to play, especially when they're a forward um look I, I think it's a fine swap i'm not sure how the outlook of your team is josh but um yeah, if you can you know make your little changes um and get parker in for semi i don't i don't see how there's a downside to that um you know from now till round nineteen.
1: You'll make money, but it's just whether um, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't points. know <laughs> because, as Andrew said earlier, you know he mentioned about does do Parramatta now have a drop off? Is Red Rudder going to be part of that? I mean, he had a big game last week. He's he's very cheap compared to his usual right now. So there's a lot of ups. There's a lot of good points, little pros to that. But there's still a couple of cons. I still go back to Whitehead, but, um, you know, I think there's a lot of... I think the other two there, we've got a lot of names. And finally, Jono asks, um, at Supercoach Pros, will Chris Grievemore going to the Panthers inhibit Merrin or Cartwright's minutes? Um, Cartwright's been playing 5 to some degree, so I don't know, you know, Grievesmill seemed better on the left. I think Isaiah Yo Andrew, I don't know. Maybe he's the one that might lose out more than, than Cartwright or even Peachy.
3: Yeah, it's a tricky one. I mean, Chris Norris, is a very good player, and he will he will play, won't he? So
1: he's far better on the left, isn't he? Because we've seen him on the right a little bit for South. He did not have the same impact when he was. Over.
3: Yeah, I watched him against Mel, and he was he was very very good. Um, yeah, I watched him live at Brookie Oval. Yeah, he was very good um, on the left there. So yeah, I'd say that Yo would be the one that's going to miss out. And the the more that Cardi, I think Anthony Griffiths is going to play Cardi more minutes. I don't I don't think. Yeah, he's going to miss too many minutes um, because Griswold's coming into the team. Jono, I think I can speak
1: for all four of us. We still give the two thumbs up for both Merrin and Cartwright. They've been very impressive this year so far. The only danger, obviously, is Origin Penrith, not the greatest buy draw, and both of these guys could be playing Origin for you. That does it for the show, guys. Another great show. I love the Origin one. I think we've all picked pretty interesting teams, hopefully nothing too controversial. Uh, Ryan, thank you. We'll uh, talk to you on the weekend via fan sports and uh, the Twitter and the like. Yeah, no worries. No worries at all. See you next week. Uh, Pete, thank you very much. Good luck again on Thursday night. You boys are back to back weeks there on Thursday. Yeah, it's, it's
2: nice. It actually frees up the weekend quite well. And um, <laughs> yeah, hopefully, get a big crowd, big atmosphere out. Uh, or well, you can on recap tonight.
1: another game or two for the website. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, Andrew. Thank you so much. Also, uh, I don't know if you're going to head down my way to Shark uh, Park territory, but uh, that's a bit of a trek from, from Brookie, of course. <laughs>
3: well, we don't travel. You know that, Paul. <laughs> you did come to Leichhardt, though. Yeah, yeah. I, it, <laughs> I thought we were going to win.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Good luck on fan sports during the week. And I am Paulie G., of course. And uh, this is Supercatch Professionals Roundtable Podcast. You can find us each and every week on the website, www.supercoachpros.com. Don't forget to follow those links there at uh, the Fan Sports link. Uh, Could you pay health and injury care if you need a physio appointment in the Sydney region? Pat Lyons is the man to see, of course. And, of course, um, download on iTunes. Yeah, they, this very podcast, subscribe to us and give us a like on Facebook. And, of course, the all-important one, follow us on Twitter, at Supercoachpros. We'll see you next week.